If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want to coach and tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubenville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in Pod Studio One. As always, around the table, I have some of the people that I like the most, people that I have conversations with and said, really hey, nice. probably we should record those conversations. stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the right, always in uniform with his beautiful brand, the CEO and the founder of the GOAT Empire, the GOAT family of brands, my good friend Tyler Burnett. Good to be on again. What about Goat Sheen? That could be your next goat company Sheen. because of the goat beard. Beards. The goat beard. Did you really put something in it, or is it just? Yeah, yeah. My good friend uh, really nice. at the playground. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he owned Woods Viking Barbershop. Mm. Sean, he makes his own beard oil. So, so okay, well, basically, I've never been able to really grow I want to a redo, beard. I want to redo the the intro and say wearing woods <laughs> woods Viking beard oil. Beard oil. God, I love that. That's name. a shout out for Murfreesboro. I love that little Murfreesboro small business. But yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, they make a lot of their own products, and uh, he's got some more coming out. Does a good job. Got passion behind it. I'm going to do business with somebody I know, like, and trust. Oh, shadowing. <laughs> I think we should do a small business hour. I like what he just Ooh, said. I like that. And then to the left, here, always at the table, that brings his calming force, his insights about LinkedIn. They call him the LinkedIn <laughs> Whisperer. We are going to do a show the about audience that. Audience is so curious about well, this. it's new I, title. I've got to I've got to sift through all that. You know, Shulman didn't like it, so we got to kind of maybe. Maybe rethink that, but uh, like hopefully it. he's listening today. We hope you're listening on all the different channels uh, throughout the the Twittersphere, Hittersphere, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the quickest sphere. We are a quick cast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Apple, Spotify, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Teach me. Podbean, YouTube. YouTube. Somebody told me one. They listened to it on something else the other day. Something else. Something. <laughs> Where, wherever you listen, watch podcasts and epic goat. Video wherever you, you got to tune in to some it's of the video there. podcasts because you have to see John's shirt, even if you just turn it on to see the shirt. I do good with the Carl. Shirts. Can you possibly um, zoom in on Tyler's beard, Shane, oh. or is that not possible? Okay. Oh. God, it's it's blinding. It's, it's so beautiful. The, I mean, it's like I'm trying to grow a beard, guys. I mean, I think you're there. I'm trying to get in my you know I later think... in my career here. <laughs> <laughs> in the phases, I'm trying to kind you, of move up to that 40s. And I think you're there. That's glorious, uh, an old soul ahead of his ahead of his time. Yeah, Tyler Burnett so. with the Woods Viking, um, Viking. So beard cream. They beard. got a good logo too. You know, yeah, it's cool. We we try to keep it simple. We serve it up in a way that you can get it. We keep it to a car ride to work and a car ride home. We call it a quick cast. Except for the intro, it's a it's not a quick intro is intro. about 15 <laughs> minutes, but we. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that right there, um, and we're done with the intro. So on to the next, and we're done Do with the intro. Matter. That's fine. Do facts matter? We we have the blocking. And every, every episode we try to focus on one simple idea. How about your facts don't matter? And today the oh. the title of the show is your facts don't matter. Mm. Your facts don't matter. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> your facts don't matter. And so John again. John was the creative director for this batch of um, of shows. And um, 
I'm gonna. This is what I wonder why they're so challenging. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is neat. What, they're neat. This is what I thought about when you said it. Now okay. this is different than what what you originally thought about, but then we were able to mesh these together, and I think that makes sense. When I hear the word, the idea, do your facts matter? The first thing I think of is the influence that that Jack and Mary Burke have had on my life in 2020 because I spent Your way kids. my kids I spent way too much time I just felt like the audience knew them they probably I do. spent too much time uh, with my kids that's one of the blessings certainly too of much? 2020 I, I well <laughs> Jack is 18 and ready to move on to the next stage of life so yeah. and Mary Burke is 16 and thinks she's 35 but the, anything that they say then one of them will come behind it with facts or no cap so they'll say the word facts. They'll say the word facts. No cap. And no cap means no lie. So Jack huh. will say... And I think, is that equivalent to if you were in the 80s, you would say truth? Truth. The Kardashians, I think, termed the, the yeah. Bible yeah. kind of the same thing a few yeah. years ago. Is that a... I don't know who So the Jack would say are, something like, oh, but, Dad, you don't know what you're talking about. LeBron is so much better than Michael Jordan. And Mary Burke would oh, scream in the background, facts, no cap. Meaning, like, you can't. Well, here's what it means facts have now become part of an everyday conversation. The term facts. Facts is a teen slang, I did look this up, that means to imply truthfulness to a comment made by someone. It also means you agree with the statement, or in other words, should something be considered facts just because they agree with it? Mm. Well, that last line, can you say that again? That's the whole thing I think of today. That's the part that I wrote down. Should something be considered facts just because. You agree with it. so. Well, J.K. Galbraith said it like this. He said, faced with a choice between changing one's mind and proving there is no need to do so, almost everyone gets busy with the proof. Facts. The proof's in the pudding. No cap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby. Please don't. <laughs> and it, it opens up the question for me, do facts really matter? Do they matter? And and you, if you've listened to some of the other episodes, I thought of... Tyler saying uh, in one of those, get back into the GOAT archives, where Tyler, you said, people do business with those they know, like, and trust. And I think it was that same episode where I shared about my wife, Vanessa, where she said, I, I get hung up in the proof, and she actually told me, your data, your proof, your facts don't matter. And it helped me ask myself this question. What I think what we're really wanting here is is the answer for me. But do facts really change our minds, or or is it something else? I think it depends on the situation. Tell uh, me more. It depends on the the context of the, of the question. But I would say facts do matter. Okay. Red, red light cameras, video proof, <laughs> picture proof, um, in court. I mean, think about that. It's instant, all about the facts, right? Instant replay. But I still watch instant replay, and, and when you watch it, what do you say? Well, that's no, that's that's not what happened. The tight that didn't happen to the Titans. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about transactional things. Right. You guys are sharing transactional things, and and in transaction facts do matter, right? I mean, in business contractual yeah. terms, transactions. Yeah. I'm going to do this work for this dollar amount. Right, that. So it's relationships. But think about in relationships, do facts matter, or yeah. is it for me? It's connection. Because what really changes people's minds, even in business, even in that thought where you said people do business with those they know, like, and trust, you didn't say people do business with those that have the most facts or the most accurate facts. 
And certainly there's a part of that that goes unsaid, right? Yeah. But what you focused on is no like and trust. So it, it does beg the question, do facts change our minds? No, I, I don't think it does. I think it's connections and relationships. Connection, relationship changes our mind. You, you use a lot of facts in, in how you sell your product. Absolutely. You talk about statistics. Um, more, more rain can be absorbed. Well, not absorbed, but drained. Drained. Yep. Then more what, permeable. Then, then what Katrina offered to the world. Yeah, most of our products drain 100 inches an hour. 100 inches an hour. That's a lot. Hurricane Katrina rained 24 inches at its peak hour. But, but I think that's an that's a great statistic. That's a great fact. Do you find that people resonate with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have it's, you ever heard the quote? I, I know you guys have. It's almost a rhetorical question. But have you ever heard the quote, um, people don't know how much or don't care how much you know until they know how much you care? Oh, to yeah. me, that hmm. screams your facts don't matter as much as the relationship. You know who's, who's given, for, um, given recognition for saying that? Are we getting into goat territory? Because we never shared a goat. I mean, we're 10 minutes in. Pat Summit is, is who I universally... Uh-huh have been told is the person that, that's known for Absolute saying Absolutely. Well, let's go back to what you said a little bit, though. You said that the facts don't matter, but if I'm looking to do business with an insurance guy, I want somebody who knows the facts, and that's part of the relationship. But, yeah, but Part, part you, of it, not all of it, I'm going to push means. back on that. Okay. Are you, you got three insurance guys. They're going to give you all the same facts. Negative. In a In a – but I don't. I don't want the fifty thousand foot view. I want somebody who is so understands the the product and <clears throat> understands I think what it you're so much saying more. on the surface makes sense. But let me prove it to you. Okay. Ooh. And Colby, you know you know this story well. So a few years ago, company in in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, fairly large company, spending about five million dollars a year on their benefits for their employees. We, we I was put, there for this. We put together uh, a, an offer for them that would have taken the company that they were, the, the medical care that they were working with. I know we're getting a little bit into the details here, but the company that they were working with, from their total spend, it would have been a completely invisible, non-disruptive at all to them or their employees, and the cost would have gone from five million to four million. And the president said, uh, "I think we'll stay with our current guy." And when I think about that story, and I appreciate you teeing that up so beautifully, even unrehearsed right there, facts, I no think cap. about, do my facts really matter? Because it didn't there. I, but I guess what I could think of is how much did he not know insurance and how much did he just think that was his guy? And you just didn't have enough time for him to understand how much you know and how much you're willing to dive deeper and be more aggressive and understand your products and services better than that guy. But he had, maybe it's just because he had such a relationship. But to your point, but to your point, yeah. (laughs) But, but maybe it's just because he didn't have enough time to, I mean, maybe he didn't have enough time to know you. When I say that, not only relationship, but also, I think a lot of people think about turf. I, I deal with this a lot. They're like, well, this guy was seven grand and you were nine grand. Well, it's not even close to the same thing. I can finish the job, and one day he's going to take five days. I'm going to show up when I say I'm going to show up. He's not. 
my product is not apples to apples. I've got a tri-color blade that's 100 ounces. He's got a two-color blade that's 80 ounces. But if you don't have time for me to explain all those things, then you can't understand that this is a better to develop better, more value. Yeah. Create the trust. Trust of know, like, and trust. Yeah, the trust of he know he really knows his stuff better than somebody. I had a guy tell me the other day that he's been installing turf for seven years. And I've been installing turf for two and a half years, right? He's like, I, I mean, I got way more experience than you. And I said, but if you do a hundred thousand dollars a year and I do a million dollars a year, I'm way ahead of you. Yeah, what I think you're speaking to is is what I think John, you're you're speaking about, and and that's how you frame up your facts. And what we know is about facts is that you, you can't bend facts, but you can bend frames. And so what most successful salespeople can do and what most successful communicators can do, and I think this is what you're really trying to get to the heart of, is they can take those facts and put them into a frame that's what you're good at doing is you frame up everything. You don't just end with one fact or start with one fact and stop there. You take the fact and create it around the whole goat way process. There's steps that are involved. It's not just one fact. Mm -hmm. And so the bottom line is, is that you can't bend facts, but you can bend frames. Well, and how you paint that picture. Yeah. And and we by the way I don't know that we've ever had an episode where we've been this far in and not shared a goat so I'm going to share this goat because as you were talking my goat for this episode and I think a lot of times and we've shared some goats that have been musicians yeah share their facts and they somehow beautifully find a way to connect us to them through their song and their art right so my goat is Dolly Parton mm. absolute goat. Rock star. We could go on the rest of the episode plus, plus sharing her accolades. But here's one of the cool things. She said, facts are important, but I want to do it in a way that creates connection. So what she did is she created, aside, by the way, aside from pouring her cup of ambition, making nine to five the movie in 1982 or whenever it was when, you know, you as a woman didn't talk about you could be great in the workforce back then. Like, she broke through some of those barriers in an incredible way. But here's what Facts. she did. Facts are important, but how do we do it in a way that's going to develop relationships? She created a company called Imagination Library. And to 1.2 million kids, to date, she has given 150 million books. Through age five, every single month for your entire life, through age five, as a child, you can get a book delivered to your house from Imagination Library, her company, to help you read. Why it's important. Her dad never learned how to read. And she can, she talks about that in such a beautiful way that that didn't define him, but we're going to do something about it. Right? Facts mattered, but what was it? It was the relationship, the connection that she used to help her do something pretty incredible. And by the way, just a side note you may not have known is her company was one of the primary funders of Moderna's COVID vaccine that is just now being released into the community this week are looking to be approved this week to go out. I mean, what this lady is a—I mean, incredible, yeah. incredible goat. Yeah, and and the her story is what makes her incredible. Not all the statistics about the number of books, yeah, or the amount of money uh, set aside to fund that 
uh, uh, initiative. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the relationships that she's created along the way. Yeah, and I how was, she's gotten those people on her team to do it. Right. I mean, it's just incredible. I was thinking Sorry, about Tyler. that last night. We were watching Longmire. I don't know if y'all have seen that show yet. Longmire. Have you seen, yeah. Have you seen Yellowstone? Yeah. So it's kind of like old Western movie like that. It's based in Wyoming. But um, I don't know why I thought about this. It wasn't pertaining to business, but they they dug up a coffin. You know, they talked about being six feet in the ground. And I thought to myself, does it really matter about the money? Does it really matter about anything? Like, for me, I just, when when I'm in the ground like that, I want to know that I've done everything I can to impact as many people as possible. So, so Tyler. It makes me think of Dolly. You know, like, she doesn't need to spend her money on this. No. On a vaccine, she can quarantine and be up in an amazing place. But she said, "I want to impact more people." So Tyler is getting into his Jerry Maguire <laughs> mid thirties, closing in on his mid thirties moment. Like That's this good. is how you start to think in your mid thirties, right? Yeah. Because in your twenties, you're just trying to get in the game. I'm going to make millions of dollars a year and take over yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's you're evolving. I'm so I, so I just I saw that corpse in the ground, and I was like, you know what? That guy's gone, and it doesn't mean anything about how much money he made in his life, or it doesn't. At the end, of it, it really doesn't matter. You hear that? You know, you don't see a you know a U-Haul behind a. So are you saying the facts don't don't really matter? <laughs> no, but I mean, I think that I think you can look at it both ways. People aren't ever going to say, you know, how. This I want to go. Let's go back to that insurance guy because I want to bring a guy in his thirties and I want to figure out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to figure good. out. I want to let's bring him in for the podcast. Hey, we we got a question for you. Yeah, do that would be not matter. That, that would be interesting to do it. But I've watched you sell, and and I think John's right. It, you don't rely on the facts. You don't rely on the facts to to close the sale. They're you, important, you, but only to a certain degree. The frame is important. The I mean, you're only with well, for me a lot of times if I'm dealing direct to the consumer, I'm only with them for an hour. So there's only so much relationship you can build. So I don't know. It's hard. I mean, I think that a lot of the landscapers and pool builders and builders that I work with, a big part of that's probably relationship. But I think the relationship got started because of what they can trust in me as an initial. Well, All I, right, let's try you on this because you have a big warehouse where you can have everything in inventory. You have more people on equipment where you can get to me when I need you to get to me, and I think that's what started the relationship. Well, yeah. what makes this a good conversation is you pushing back on it, but I would really challenge you to think about that 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 you said just off the cuff. People do business with those they know, like, and trust. I mean, at the top of the episode, you talked about the, the beard sheen company yeah you know there wasn't anything necessarily factual about that you're like local business i love them they do good work that's you know i mean that there was some there was a connection there i've tried a couple beard oils and i like his the best (laughs) (laughs) what others have you tried (laughs) just just the audience i've tried like some some other stuff from like target or whatever yeah 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 so he did he did a a good job at selling me on the fact And he did a good job selling me on the facts. You know, this is what, what I put in mind. What this was is the why. Facts? Well, there's different things you put in the beard oil, the different ingredients. <laughs> Jojoba oil? I don't know what is that it is. In there? Um, but there's something you can put in there to help your facial hair grow. You like to say, I went to Woods Vikings. Is that right? Or Woods Viking? Woods Viking Barbershop. Woods Viking Barbershop. They are local. The guy is passionate. He is an entrepreneur, and I bought from him. You didn't say. You did say, not say. 
I wanted to buy it because it's gone non-oxidental, whatever, whatever. <laughs> because it uses jojoba is. oil from South Brazil. He uses waffle like, house syrup. <laughs> when we when we when we launch, I think there's a I think there's a beautiful combination of both. There, That's I what think, I'm going to go with. I think with. you are probably one of the best I've ever seen, and I'm not saying that because you have a goat brand and that you're here. I think that you're one of the best I've ever seen at taking facts and dripping them on people in ways that make them pause. But at the end of the day, I think that w- when people do business with you, it's it's because they feel an element of trust because you can walk out and in, and in 10 minutes as part of the trust that you build, as part of the frame that you build, as part of GOAT that you build, they have a, um, a, a proposal um, yeah. in their inbox. I don't know any, anybody. Everybody else says, you know, give me a month and we'll figure that out. Or, or I talked to a guy this morning. He's a landscaper I work with. And he told me, he said, I got a few clients wanting stuff done by December. And we kind of laughed about it because we're both, you know, six weeks or more out. Yeah. And he said, you know, I told the customer the proposal process takes two weeks. And I said, why? And he was like, what do you mean, why? Yeah. I said, what, what do you use to put your proposal together? And he's like, oh, well, we use QuickBooks. And I was like, yeah, that QuickBooks is great for your bookkeeping and your, for your accounting, but what about some kind of process to where you can turn that quote around quicker? Why does that take so long? And I think um, that's a big part of the reason why they don't have that process, like you said. Yeah. I think the trust, like you said, I could, hey, and I tell the customer this, I want to I understand what issues you're, you're dealing with back here. Is it mud? Is it aesthetics? Yeah. Is it drainage? Is it erosion? Is it allergies? Is it, what is it? And then here's what I think would be the best thing to to fix that or to yeah. to mitigate the challenges you're facing. And here's the product. Touch it, feel it, see it. Here's why I believe this is the best. Let me go back to the truck, and I'll have you a quote in 15 minutes. Well, and the frame that you use that is not factual, it's just a frame that speaks to the, why the facts I don't think matter is you say the way that I put a proposal together and the way that we do work is that it's going to be a win for you and a win for me. Yeah. And and most people say that and you don't feel good about it. Mm. But when you say it after you set the frame and then present the facts, you do feel good about it. Okay. I like that. I didn't think about it like that. It's just kind of what's worked. But and that's the truly the way I want to be. Right. Oh no, I you, you and, can feel it when you deliver. It's so truthful that that people can't run from it. Cuz I've watched you deliver it. Yeah. And and they don't really know what to do with it except to go okay yeah yeah you're right <laughs> and and they do I mean what did you do in revenue last month me yeah five hundred thousand yeah so I'd say a lot of people are are responding to the frames that you're creating when I started um, when I started that football team at Bellhaven the facts were uh, that we had no um, no uniforms no team no field uh, no schedule the facts go on and on about what we didn't have. Mm-hmm. And the way that we were able to go out and recruit 60, 70, 80 guys to come in that first year and compete and be in the top 25 is that we created a frame. You had no facts to convince them. None. Zero. Zero. Opportunity, hope. A frame. The frame was, we want four things to happen for your son while they're here. A letter jacket on their back, a ring on their finger, a diploma in their hand, in a walk with Jesus Christ. It was a spiritual school with a spiritual mission. That was part of what we did. That was the frame. Once we unpacked that frame and we figured out that was the frame, they didn't care about the facts. Mm. What they cared about was the frame. 
Mm. And so I think the biggest takeaway from the conversation uh, and the back and forth today is that the the frame matters more than the facts, is that you can bend the frame, and great politicians throughout history and salespeople and orators and communicators have taken frames and built beautiful frames and then put facts inside those frames to help others make sense of their own lives. Well, let's not miss, and yes, I totally agree with what you just said. But we can't miss the fact that it's the relationship, the connection that What's Trump that trumps both of those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So facts, so, frames are always going to have relevance. Yeah. So when you say relationship, do you mean explain? Go a little deeper with the relationship part of it. Well, think about think about the the example that I gave. Right. Like either there was facts, like that guy has some kind of pictures on the president that a million dollars isn't good enough to to switch. You know who's who's helping manage his his employee benefits program, or is just a relationship that was more valuable than a million dollars to him? Wow! And like because he refers him business, I don't or, know. We don't know. But but bottom line is that it was, it was the relationship. But that, I, that but won. is that a question you can ask? Oh, I think like it, hey, the, I think I, it needs to be a I question. Saved, I, I could save you a million dollars, and just from I want to understand. I was I in think a, if it's about the relationship, question. I appreciate that, and I'm I'm 100 understand where you're coming from. But can you? I was in a meeting yesterday, and I had three of my team member team members there. We're sitting with a, a CEO, CFO, chief HR director, and the benefits manager. And I turned to her in the middle of the meeting because we're presenting some pr- awesome rock star stuff yeah. that they wanted us to present. Mm-hmm. Talk about. A number of other things, all transactional, money saving, blah, 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 yeah, right? Yeah. Surfacey stuff, in my view, scope yep. work. And I turned to her and I said, Would it be hard for you to leave your current relationship? And she got, she almost got scared. Like she looked and she, she said, It would be. I said, Do you think there's a need to? She said, Absolutely not. And I said, I'm really glad you said that because it's good for us to talk about that here rather than on the other side and for us to acknowledge that's important. The relationship is more important. And frankly, they know from a financial, a scope standpoint, you can't prove that we've got, you know, client retention and how great we'll do service. You can't prove any of that yeah. until you, you got to experience it, right? Yeah. But she's got proof in the relationship. And I don't know, I don't I didn't leave feeling great about it because of that. Now again, I'm not a round hole square peg guy. Maybe they're in a better scenario there because of the relationship. Yeah. But but it wasn't the facts that was going to do anything for us there. What kind of a guy are you? But was that? But was it a fact though? Was it a fact? I mean, the fact was she knew she had good service. The, the relationship. <laughs> well, you may have thought based on today's good, episode good that this was um, an episode from the early 1980s show Point Counterpoint, but it's not. This is still the goat beard chain. This is still the this is still the goat consulting podcast and we would like to welcome our first small business sponsor to the show, Woods Viking. Um, you are Beardle. better beer oil, beer oil, and you are better than all the national brands for Tyler Burnett who loves his beard oil. Thank Thank you, Sarah, for getting that for Christmas, and John Byers, all the way the from Franklin. That's the, that's the. Uh, that's from the, us just shut it. Down. Yeah, I, I just this is overwhelming today. I'm Colby Jubenville, and this is the Goat Consulting Podcast. Double boom. <laughs>